Good morning. This is John Murtha coming to you from 89.1 FM radio from Lorain, Ohio. And truly, this is the day that the Lord has made. And it's it's a real blessing to be in the radio uh, station this morning on such a beautiful spring day. i uh, here with our engineer, Wanda Ewing. Good morning, Wanda. Good morning. And my good friend, David Abood. Good morning, John. Good to be here. And I'm going to introduce our special guest in just one second. But this is 89.1 Power Radio, coming to you, like I said, from Lorain, Ohio. Very happy you tuned in today. I think you're going to really enjoy the show. And again, please call in if you have any questions or, or comments or insights. Our number here is 440-399-3044. Once again, that's 440-399-3044. And if you want to live stream, if you haven't static, you're not able to get a strong signal, just go, you get on your uh, computer at www.wnzn.org. Once again, that's www.wnzn.org. And like I said, we have a very special guest. Uh, Gerard was actually here about a year ago, at back again. He's speaking at multiple venues in Northeast Ohio over this past week. And it's a real blessing to have him in the station with us this morning. Good morning, Gerard. John, hi. It's great to be with you. And Gerard and Jeannie uh, have one of the most incredible life stories I think I've ever heard. Uh, how their walk with the Lord from a high mountain to a deep valley and now uh, really ministering uh, in a worldwide ministry that he's going to talk about in a second. But the scripture I want to open up with is in 2 Corinthians in chapter 1, in verse 2, uh, the Apostle Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, says, Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ and the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. And I cannot think, David, of another verse yes. yep. that applies more to this couple, as you're going to hear their story, yes. mm -hmm. that the God of all comfort and how they minister, God ministered to this couple and this family right. going through this experience, and now that they are able to comfort others, yeah. both yeah. locally, <clears throat> nationally, yeah. and as he's going to share, uh, to the four corners of the earth, mm -hmm. which is, is quite amazing. So with that, I just want you to tell your story, Gerard. I don't want to even... Give me an intro because I want you to fill in all the details. But uh, again, a good friend and brother in Christ, Gerard, uh, please take it and just share what you feel God has put in your heart this morning. Thank you. Well, John, thank you. And it's great great to be able to share some, some words this morning, hopefully to encourage and inspire you on your journey. Uh, the ministry we've got is called Awakening to God Ministries. And it's awakening to God because we believe God wants us to have a bigger understanding, a bigger vision of who he is, mm -hmm. uh, his glory, his might, the fact that he holds everything together by the power of his word, his utter and total sovereignty over all things, but also his calling on our lives. And really that's what our story is about, is, is understanding that nothing happens for nothing in God's kingdom. Mm -hmm. And if we're children of the living God, then we can trust and know that he won't allow anything in our lives other than his, as part of his eternal plan and purpose. Now, that doesn't mean everything's going to be um, great all the time. Uh, in fact, Jesus promised in John 16, 33, in, in this world you'll have trouble, but take heart, you've overcome the world, that he's overcome the world. And uh, so if we know Jesus, we know, we know we're on the right side, we're on the winning side, we know we've, we've got victory and triumph ahead of us. 
But sometimes it's very hard as we go through life. Things don't go to plan mm -hmm. and uh, our prayers don't seem to be answered. And so that's a bit of our story. So let me, let me take you back really to uh, the start of my story. Um, I was born, thankfully, uh, in a very strong Christian home across the pond. Mm. You can tell from my accent, uh, I'm from Chicago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I'm only joking. No, actually, actually from the UK and uh, Cockney by birth, born in the sound of Bow Bells. I haven't got a Cockney voice, mind you. And um, uh, strong, my family go back to the Huguenots on both sides, actually. So I'm, I'm grateful for my mm. Christian heritage and grew up on, with, with Christian stories, biblical stories, uh, which is wonderful. Came to Christ at a young age, um, probably four or five, I don't remember the exact age, but with my sister asking Jesus to forgive my sins, come into my life, be my good shepherd, leave me mm. on. From there on, as a good Christian home, we, we were, I was brought up on Bible stories, learned scripture around the, <clears throat> around the table, and uh, Christian camp, church, youth groups, all of those good things. But, here's the, and it was a big but, I knew Jesus as my saviour, but I didn't know Jesus as my Lord. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is yeah. that, you know, we can have Jesus in the front door of our home, if you take that analogy, <clears throat> But there's various rooms in our lives, areas of our lives, which we quite honestly, um, we're, we're God. We're not allowing the real God to be God. Um, you can you know, aim anything from career to pleasure uh, to your future, to your money, to your finances, on and on. We can say, no, I want to be in control. Well, I went off, off the rails for, for a while. Didn't want to be a hypocrite. So I said, God, if you don't mind so to speak. Huh? I'm going to do my own thing. That's it. You, 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 you know, you can sit in the back seat, so to speak. I'm going to take the steering wheel and off I go. How'd that go for you? <laughs> well, I got into, yeah. I got into middle distance running in, in a yeah. big way. That became a God to me, actually. I stepped it, oh. drank it, ate, you know, ate it. It was all totally controlled me. Got to a high level, ended up captaining a, a, a team, a best track team, university athletics team. Wow. We had a, um, a number of Olympic runners, including Sebastian Coe in our wow. team, which, which helped. Uh -huh. <laughs> sure. That's one of the reasons why we were so good. So, um, got to a pretty high level. Thankfully, and I do say thankfully, God in his loving kindness rescued me from a road of meaningless living. I was just living for myself, and that's meaningless. Mm -hmm. And through a number of circumstances, including meeting and falling in love with a beautiful ballerina huh. who's, who's, who's now my wife yeah. uh, God God really caught my attention and it came to a head in February of, of 1980 my brother had written to me and told me that God had a plan for my life made out of perfect love and I just couldn't get those words out of my mind and it was the next morning Valentine's morning February the 14th 1980 I'm sitting at my desk there's no one else around no music, nothing else. And it was though God spoke to me very clearly inside. It wasn't audible, but inside. And he just said, Jared, if you go my way, if you follow the path I've given for you, um, you may not get all the things you're hoping for on the outside, but inside I'll give you fullness of life. Hmm. And I, I, it was like a light came on inside, I understood. I could pursue my selfish ambitions. Yeah, may, I may get to all the things I was after, but if inside I'm miserable. Hmm. What, what have you got? You've got nothing. Yeah. On the other hand, you might not get anything on the outside, mm -hmm. but if inside you've got fullness of life, love, joy, peace, all of those things that make life <laughs> worth living, you've got everything. You're the richest person in the world. So at that moment, I surrendered to God, opened up all areas of my life, so to speak. And I'd have to say it, it was like liquid love being poured into mm -hmm. my heart. And I, and I wept mm -hmm. like a baby. I mean, it was just an incredible sense of God's love 
touching my heart. And I, and, I, and I just cried. I was captain of the track team, one of the lads, hadn't cried for seven or eight years, but this incredible love filled me. I now know that was the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it says in, in Romans 5, 5, the love of God is poured into your heart by the Holy Spirit. And from there on, four things happened from that. Number one, I fell head over heels in love with Jesus Christ. And, yeah. and then when you're in love with someone, all you want to do is please them. Mm -hmm. And from there on in, Lord, okay, or your will. Yes. And I was desperate that people would meet the real Jesus. Mm -hmm. Not religion in the wrong sense, but the Jesus that's loving kindness, his beauty, his, his gentleness, uh, his strength, all of those things that, that stir our hearts. Mm. Um, number two, I couldn't put the Bible down. Uh, it became red hot. I'd read it through the night, making copious notes, all of those good things. Number three, I was desperate for my friends, for anybody I knew to meet yeah. with Jesus, the yeah. Jesus I just experienced. Mm -hmm. So I went out and told everybody. Again, it wasn't something that I, anyone said, oh, you've got to go and be you know, a great evangelist. No, no, it was just flowing from my heart. And number four, I stopped swearing overnight. So. <laughs> so that was something that happened. Yeah. So then, long story short, um, my, my uh, girlfriend, Jeannie, um, she came to faith in Christ. We surrendered everything. I had a business. She, had a, she was a professional ballet dancer. I was a, a you know, top athlete. We just said, put everything on the altar and just said, Lord, whatever you want. If you want us to do these things, we'll do them. If not, that's okay. Because when you're, when you're filled mm -hmm. with his love, all those other things fall away. Mm. You can take it or leave it. Mm -hmm. So um, we gave those over. We felt God leading us to London. Uh, I was on an executive program with an international bank. So we ended up being in London. I pastored for, for many years with a, with a couple of other guys. It was a wonderful house church in London. We saw God do amazing things. But I was co-laboring, co so I was my tent making, which is a phrase that sometimes we use, which basically mm. means you're, you have a job as well to earn money. My tent making was banking. Yeah. And I worked for an international bank in the city of London. Uh, we live by... Matthew 6, 33, seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness and all these other things will follow Amen. on. And so that helped us not to get wrapped up in the rat race as, you, as many, sadly I saw many, many followers of Jesus get into mm -hmm. corporate world and get taken up with earning more money, getting more things, all of those things. Mm -hmm. And it chokes the seed, it chokes yeah. the life inside. Jesus mm -hmm. said it in the parable of the sower. But we try to keep clear, uh, Proverbs 4.23 is one of my favourite scriptures. Uh, above everything else, my child, keep your heart, because out of it flows the wellspring of life. Mm. Yes. So we did that, and we saw God do amazing things. We had a mini revival in the, in the 1990s. We were just, we just start, I just started praying with one other person. This is an encouragement. If you work in, a, in the corporate world, or even if you're at home, wherever you are, mm -hmm. the first thing you do is start praying. Like, like he says in the scriptures, pray that his kingdom will come. So I got together with guys to go in half an hour early. It wasn't a big step. Half an hour early, find a conference room. Me and my friend, we used to start praying, Lord, work in this place. Let your glory come, let your kingdom come. And literally, with, with not in a pretty short space of time, we had six prayer meetings wow. across the city mm. of people coming in early, praying to God. The executives got in. It was, a, it was a move of God. People were getting saved. It was amazing. So wherever you are, you can do that. You are in your workplace, not by coincidence, just like you're not in your neighborhood by coincidence or you're in your, your marriage if you're married or in your family. God's placed you there. He's the sovereign almighty God has placed you there for his glory mm -hmm. and his kingdom. That's the first and most important. Everything else follows. And that's what I saw in my career. As I, as I put God first, 
I got promotion after promotion after promotion. <laughs> it was that's how it works, isn't it? <laughs> Never sought it. God did it. Ended up being uh, had a big promotion in the end, and I was heading up the bank's Y two K um, program, Millennium Bug. Some of you remember that. A great had the honour to work with the government. I went to Ten Downing Street several times. Ended up doing a conference with Tony Blair, who's a prime minister. Quoted on uh, USA Today front page. Surprisingly, newspapers. T- that was God. That wasn't me. That was just all God. He was doing it. So anyway, we we after that happened, um, 2001, we felt God calling us to the US. Now that was a huge move. Could we we'd live to see Jesus come in the city in London, mm-hmm. and we were really believing that hey, we're not going to leave here until Jesus yeah. comes back, or we're going to yeah. be with Him. So that was a big move, and you know, that's what a, a real message on how God can move you from the track you think you're on. Many things. One thing I'll just mention. Beginning of 2001, we had a lady came to our church, and she had a prophetic gift. And so she prayed over the, the pastors of the church and over me. She said, I, just, I, I believe God's going to send you overseas to lead missionary teams. Now, I was closed off. And that's another important thing to be open to whatever God wants. It's his will, not yeah. ours. I came out of that service in the morning. I said to Jeannie, well, she got that one wrong, didn't she? Because I wasn't seeing it, you see, at that time. <laughs> but he, it was, she was spot on. And later on, so later on, I was ending up leading Alpha USA, of course, which is huge. So the, we, we, we left uh, London, moved to New York, moved the whole family. Uh, two years in New York, I launched a global product there with HSBC. And then, then they asked me to move to Chicago to do the integration of HSBC and Household International. Yes. Mm-hmm. Big, big uh, integration. Like it was a 14 billion or so uh, acquisition. Mm-hmm. So I moved over to Chicago. 2004, I, I, I said to Jeannie, I said, Jeannie, does it get any better than this? My great walk with Jesus, uh, beautiful wife, had a wonderful marriage, three incredible children, hugely talented. They knew that all three of them knew the Lord. Uh, in, a, in a great church, seeing people come to faith in Jesus uh, in, our, in our front room, we're doing Alpha in our home. We had for many years mm. and um, earning a very very generous salary as an yeah. expat international banker and a beautiful home and a beautiful yeah. town does it get any better than this mm-hmm. on top yeah. of the mountain right and and maybe people are listening in this morning and everything's going great and that's okay because we go through seasons in our sure. Christian work Thank this you. morning's a beautiful day <laughs> but it's not always like this yes, is it? It's, no. sometimes it's raining <laughs> sometimes it's cloudy sometimes it's stormy and that's how it is with our Christian walk well, yeah. shortly after I said those words to Jeannie, it was it was like like Job. Satan seemed to have been released on our mm. on our family, and literally two thousand. Actually, the Lord gave me a heads up. I don't always tell you this, but the Lord gave me a heads up, <laughs> that, that, and He said to me, Gerard, um, you're you're going to go through a season of brokenness, mm. but through it, I will glorify My name. He, 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 and I said that to Jeannie. I said I told her that I, we didn't know what it meant. Sure. But sure enough, in 2005, um, mm. one thing after the other, after the other, after the other. Whereas before everything we touched seemed to go to gold, now it went the opposite sure. way. We got to the bottom of the valley at the end of 2005, uh, when on, on the 8th of November, our, our precious youngest son Alex, he was 17 years old, he'd been trying to help someone at school, took a drug with his boy, very unwisely, became delusional, parano- paranoid. Actually, someone had sent him, one of the girls at school had sent him a note on the 7th of November and said, your ex-girlfriend is a Wiccan and she's put a curse on you. That, that, didn't, that really sort of helped, yeah. didn't help. It was an attack. It was an attack you know, sure. every, and every, 
Anyway, we thought Alex was going to get over it, but on the on the eighth of uh, November, he, he went out and uh, he took his life. Mm. And it was, I I never try and explain the the pain because you just can't. It's just too uh, horrendous. But the, they say there's two of the worst things that can happen to a human being. One is to be tortured in a concentration camp, and the other one is to is the suicide of your child. Mm. Mm. Because it's not just the you know it's not just the grief of losing your precious child, but what comes with suicide is terrible blame. Uh, why why didn't you see it? Yeah. Yeah. Why, why didn't you do something about it? <coughs> and. Uh, so it was, it was, it was really pain. My precious Jeannie, um, her mother's heart went from shock to horror, uh, to anger, to bitterness. Mm. And then she lost her faith for two mm. years. She couldn't reconcile how a loving God could have allowed this to happen. Sure. I mean, it's a you know, good question. Mm -hmm. She tried to get me to, to, to lose my faith as well, a bit like Joe's wife. Well, as much as Jeannie ran away from God, I ran into God. And uh, I went uh, and I would um, go in the middle of the night go down to my study and literally I, I, I wept until I had no more tears to cry and uh, in the early days I would, I would be a why, you know, why God, why, why is this happening, how could you have allowed this to happen, um, which is a good, you know, good question and it's, uh, let me just say to those people maybe who you're suffering in different ways, it's good to talk about, talk about your pain to God, yeah. don't hold it in, don't pretend everything's good or anything like that, no, Speak it out to God. Shout it out to God if you have to. He, he wants to hear those things that you're feeling and struggling with inside. We see that through, through the scriptures. I mean, the Psalms, 50% or so are, are laments. Mm -hmm. you know, where are you, God? What, yeah. What's going on? Jeez. And so God wants us to talk to him. Our inner thoughts, our inner pains, to offload it onto God. Talks it in, in 1 Peter 5, 7. Cast your cares onto, onto him because he cares about mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. He sees our pain and he wants to walk through this journey mm -hmm. with us in this broken world. So I offloaded, and God showed me three things in that period. Um, no, number one, he showed me that, that what grace is all about. Mm. And uh, Hebrews 4.16, we go boldly to the throne of grace to, so that we may re receive mercy, find grace to help in time of need. Now grace is very broad and very wonderful. The, the first thing of God's grace is salvation. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's salvation through Jesus Christ. You can't earn it. You don't deserve it. It's sure. just God's beautiful, loving yeah. kindness that through Jesus we can receive that forgiveness of our sins and uh, come into relationship with God for eternity. He, Jesus literally was our substitute. He took our place. Mm. And he's reaching out. Maybe there's some listening in today who, who you don't know Jesus. He's reaching out to you today. Where you are right now, you can just say thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for me. Thank you. That, that you've you shed your blood to forgive my sins. Sorry for what I've done, and I now ask you to come into my life and to, to be my saviour, to be my Lord. So I, I understood then that grace went so much further in the sense of, of helping us in our everyday life. You see, gra grace really is Jesus. Yeah. I, mean, I, I like to define grace as Jesus. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit, Jesus said to the Holy Spirit, he'll take from what is mine mm -hmm. and he'll make it known to you. Mm -hmm. And I realise then that, that what it says in, in Hebrews 13, 20 and 21, that, that through, through the Jesus Christ, through the blood of the eternal covenant will equip you with everything you need to do his will. And I knew, particularly at that time, that his will was that I love Jean. Mm -hmm. That husbands lay down your wives for, for, your, for your wives, your lives for your wives, as Jesus did for the church. Now, that was so hard. I couldn't do that in my natural strength because Jeannie was in absolute bitterness. She hated herself. She hated me. Mm. And so, as much as I tried to love her, she would reject it. In fact, she'd push it back in my face. It was it was very painful. It was like 
mental torture. You know, it was not not that she would do that. I say it was just out of her grief that mm-hmm. this was sure. happening. Absolutely. And so um, I try to love it, and I just my human love can go only so far. And yeah. uh, uh, they say statistics are that nineteen up to after nineteen out of twenty marriages fail after the suicide of a child. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah, it's very high. Wow. And so. I would go in that throne of grace. I'd cry out to God, God, I, I, I can't do this anymore. I'm twice I said, God, I, I just it. can't do it anymore. And but I said, if you want to, if you want me to, you, you've got to give me more love. You've got to help me here. And the amazing thing was, I'd, I'd go to sleep that night, wake up the next morning, and sure enough, there'd be more love in my heart for Jeannie. And uh, so we could keep loving her and keep keep loving. I mean, because what the, the great danger with pain and suffering is, you get bitter. Yeah. You take offence. You close up, mm-hmm. and and you lose you know you lose your faith. You may not say you've lost your faith, but inside mm-hmm. you've closed down. Oh, yes, really. yes. Mm-hmm. And so, the important thing is to keep giving out, not to take offence. John the Baptist took offence. You remember when he was in jail, uh, he already had confessed Jesus as being uh, the whole mm-hmm. thing, the Lamb of God takes away the sins mm-hmm. of the world. Now he's questioning. If you remember, he sends sure. a message yeah, to disciples right. back. Are you really the Messiah? <laughs> What's he saying? He's saying, Hey, if you're the Messiah, why have you left me in there? <laughs> Yeah. Terrible place. I'm an outdoors man, for goodness sake. Yeah, right. And I'm in this dungeon. And Jesus sends back and says, well, tell him all the things that are going on. Just reassure him. And then he said, blessed are those who do not take offense at me. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be, when things don't go to plan, when it doesn't work out, mm-hmm. guard our hearts that we don't take offense. Pour out our pain to the Lord and he will help us in that. So um, bit by bit, thankfully, Jeannie, uh, the Lord, she calls them glimmers, God to love, touched her. And brought her out of her, her utter darkness. And uh, after two two years, she her face started to come back, her, uh, and then she started to come come through. And our, our love, our love was restored, which is amazing. But our beautiful daughter Rebecca, um, she was our eldest child, absolute beautiful girl, inside outside, modern day saint, we would say. And she she decided that after Alex, because her heart was broken, she couldn't go on. I forgot to say, I should say, let me backtrack a bit. The first thing was grace. The second thing God showed me was, was eternity. So eternity in mm-hmm. those moments of, of darkness. Treasures in the darkness, the Bible talks about. He opened eternity to me. I realized that this life is just a vapor. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know it from the, in the head often from Scripture, but when you know it in your spirit, you, you know this is the truth. Yeah. You know, what the, C.S. Lewis says it the, the, the best. It's a, this, this life is a cover page of a never-ending story. And when you look at the people of faith in Hebrews 11, they were always looking beyond yeah. this life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colossians 3, 1 and 2, Since then you've been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above. Yes. And one of the great powers then when you see eternity is that why would you live for anything down here? Mm. All you live for is God's will. Yeah. Yes. All you live for. And that's, mm. that's, that's the logical conclusion when you see eternity. Jesus said, build up yourself a treasure in heaven. So... I saw eternity. Now I'm desperate for souls. I always had a heart for souls, but now I'm desperate for souls because I, I know it's coming. Mm-hmm. And, and this is the time of decision. This is the time yeah. when people are going to make mm-hmm. a choice for Jesus or to reject Jesus. It's, yeah. their, it's their choice. Mm-hmm. And we, the church, were here to, to carry on that rescue mission that Jesus started. He's passed the baton on to us to be his witnesses, yeah. to go out, as we say in the Great Commission, to make disciples of all nations or yeah. wherever we are. Mm-hmm. Workplace, Family, neighbourhood, mm-hmm. people on the road. That's what we're here for. That's, That's our mission. That's why we're here. Today. Yeah, yep. is to love mm-hmm. and to be. That's a great command. Is to love, yeah. and the great commission is to go. I made So now, 
I'm, I, I'm desperate. Then I get asked to, to head up Alpha USA. I was headhunted to do that. Well, I've run Alpha for many, many years. Explain Alpha. Al so, okay, yeah, Alpha, Alpha uh, is a wonderful tool. I believe it's a God-given tool for, for such a time as this. Uh, what, it, what it basically does is introduce Jesus Christ and his teaching, but in a way that's very, very, very uh, acceptable. There's no, there's no embarrassment. There's no awkwardness. No one's going to judge you. You come in with all your questions, mm -hmm. start with a meal, um, and you get to know, make friends. Uh, number two, you get introduced to some of Jesus' teachings. Who, who was Jesus? Why did he die? How can I be sure of my faith? How about mm -hmm. prayer, healing? All of those things we go through. And then the third the third part of an evening, or whatever you do, it can be in the daytime, is question time. And that's something that people really love, that uh -huh. they can ask that question. And challenge. It's to say, well, what about yeah. And that's the, great, the greatest alpha groups I've been on, is where you have, most of them are non-Christians, maybe atheists, yeah. or, or maybe they're, I've seen right across the spectrum, Muslims, Buddhists, all, all of them, coming with their questions. Sometimes they're, 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 they can be very aggressive. Um, but over time, as they come in in that environment of love, uh, the Holy Spirit starts to work yes. and they come to faith in Jesus. Mm. And I've seen just so many from gang members to prostitutes to communists to bankers. You know, yeah. It's very typically 45 to 50% yeah. of people go through Alpha make a first or recommitment to Jesus. It's an amazing tool. So we've done it for so long. Now I'm heading it up for Alpha USA. Um, what an amazing. Mm -hmm. When I'm, my, my heart is desperate for the loss. Rebecca. Um, let me sorry, let me finish off. The th so then the third, the third area that Lord showed me, that treasure in the darkness, was I, I realized God was allowing me to enter into his suffering for the, for, the, for, the, for the suffering. And it came to me one night when I was just weeping and weeping, and I, I felt an arm around me. It was, and it was so real that I, I looked up to see who was there. And there was, no, there was no one there physically, but I realized actually there was someone there, and it was Jesus. Amen. Now... Jesus by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was making it real to me. Jesus is in heaven, of course, but he was making it real. What I saw was that Jesus was weeping. He was weeping with me. And then I realized that, it, that he, every bit of pain that's going on in this world today, he feels, God feels. In Genesis 6, 6, it talks about God looks down. He gives us free will, and he warned at the very beginning, if you, if you push me out, if you reject me, if you go your way, Sin and death will enter this world, and that's what we, the consequence of our sin right. has caused to the degradation of this whole universe. And, and, it, and in Genesis 6, 6, we, we hear that God's heart was broken. He looked down and saw the result of man going their own way, making themselves God. We're not, we're not made. We can't be God. Yeah. We mess up. We ruin everything without God. It's only when he's in the center mm -hmm. that you have order yeah. and, and you have how it should be. God's heart. So now I realize that he sees every one of the five million girls in India who are, who are in sexual slavery, the pain that they're going through, all the brokenness that's going on all around in our neighbourhoods, behind closed doors often, people who are suffering and hurting and the pain. He feels every bit of it. And I realised that he was, he was allowing me to enter into that pain uh, with him. So now, some people may be asking, well, hang on, and they do ask, if God's a God of love and he's all-powerful, why does he allow all the suffering mm -hmm. to go on in the world? And that's a fair question. Sure. That's a good question. And here's my understanding of that, is that God in his sovereignty has given us free will in this age, in this age, and while this age is going on, there's opportunity for people to receive mm -hmm. Jesus and be rescued for eternity. There is going to be a day when he does say, that's it, that's it, that's enough. And Jesus will come back, and then he'll, he'll restore this earth as to be, to be what it should be. 
Now, when that day happens, the opportunity of for eternal salvation goes away. Sure. For now, then every day we have we have a, we have a paradox, if you yeah. like. On the one hand, God's heart is broken, but on the other heart, He's delighted with every soul, every precious soul who receives Him as their Savior. So I, I realized that that God was showing me that. Well, what happened then? Rebecca came and she said, uh, "Dad." I, I just can't stand the thought of a young person dying, like like Alex. Yes. Alex knew the Lord, like like Alex, and not knowing Jesus. She said, "I don't want to go in the court." She was beautifully talented. She was a great athlete. She got a scholarship to Loyola to do an MBA, which she got at twenty-five. She said, "Can I come and join your Alpha?" And I said, "Yeah, sure." So she came. Um, she lived with us for a while. It was just a beautiful time. She was ended up being the national director for Alpha Youth, hmm. and uh, had a huge impact with that. And we, then we had the, the privilege of, of sharing platforms. We used to share together up and down the country. But in, in 2014, uh, Jean, I'd been speaking with her down in Southern California. I had to go to London for a conference. Um, 2014, uh, May, on May the, May the 8th, Jean and I were in London, and we got the most hor- horrifying, unbelievable news. Rebecca had gone back to, to Chicago on the 7th. She'd gone out the next morning for a run. It was a very hot day. She'd gone down to the lake to try and cool off. We're not quite sure exactly what happened, but she had blood sugar issues, mm-hmm. and we think she probably fainted and mm-hmm. fell into the lake. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get out where she'd fallen in. She was calling out for help. Huh. She was calling out for help. Four people saw her and called 911, but then they watched her drown. She got, hypothermia. She got hypothermia. And um, just, again, her- horrific... I got this phone call, several phone calls when I was late one night when I was in the UK, or asking about, did I is my wife a runner? They thought it was my wife to start, and then realised it was Rebecca. So, just just unbelievable pain. Jeannie, who had nearly died of a broken heart after Alex, she had to have life saving surgery. She had her intestines knotted twice because of the because of the grief. She nearly lost her mind. Mm. Had to go to psychiatric hospital for a bit. Wow. Um, she realised she couldn't go on. She couldn't grieve. She'd just come up from Alex, so to speak, and now, and now our precious Rebecca. And she decided to, to end it all. And she literally was good. She went up to Rebecca's room. She was going to take her life. She went into, in, in through this door. And as she opened the door, the presence of God came in that room. Mm. Now, she didn't see anything physical, but it was just this light, this incredible light came. But more than that, it was just the presence of God. And she was overwhelmed with this unbelievable love. And God spoke to her. Several things he spoke. One of the things he said to her is, Jeannie, your grief is not your own. Your grief is not your own. Mm. Well, she came downstairs, and I looked up, I was at the table, I looked up, and there she was, and I said, Jeannie, what has happened to you? Her face was just low. I mean, she was completely transformed. Mm. It's like Moses up the mountain, the presence of God, you know. She'd been in the presence of God. And then it's interesting, we had two other friends who saw her that day and they said exactly the same thing as I did. Jeannie, what has happened to you? Anyway, she was completely transformed. Now we're on the same page. We're basically totally broken. Um, We don't like this cup that God's obviously given to us. It's a bitter, bitter cup, but we want to be faithful. By his grace, again, we couldn't, we know, we knew we couldn't go another day, you know, half a Mm -hmm. day. You know, we were dying inside. It was like I understand what Paul says in Second Corinthians four: "Death reigns in me, that life might reign." I mean, in those early days, I felt just like death. It was just horrible. Yeah. And uh, but we, you know, Lord, by Your grace, do turn this for Your glory. Mm-hmm. Turn this for Your glory. 
And that's one of the things that we, we know, we've come to realise, that whatever suffering God permits in our life, God never causes evil, but we see, see through Scripture that he permits yeah. things to happen yeah. for his eternal glory. Right. <laughs> end, of, end of Romans, Romans uh, 11, 36. Uh, for, for from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Then he goes on, of course, in, in Romans 12, 1 and 2, to offer our bodies as living sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what we realize. Okay, Lord, we surrender all to you. Now turn it round for your glory. Uh, and we realized that what God was doing was the verse you, you mentioned earlier on, John, in, in Corinthians, that with the comfort you've been comforted, mm-hmm. I want you to comfort others. Yeah. To relieve some of the pain of God's pain for the suffering. And we prayed, and it was very clear that God was giving us... Actually, the interesting thing was... Couple of years, for, for a couple of years, the Lord had put on our hearts Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, which says this. It says, um, forget the former things. Yeah. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing, okay. says the Lord. Uh, I'm making a way in the wilderness and rivers in the mm-hmm. desert. And I think this is, we're part of what God's doing in these end days, which is bringing us back to Jesus' early, when he first started his ministry, mm-hmm. what did he do? He quoted Isaiah 61, yes, verse right. 1. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's anointed me to preach good news to the poor, bind up the brokenhearted, bring release uh, for the captives and freedom from darkness for the prisoners. And as we prayed over that, we realized that's what God was calling us to do, was to, to reach into those groups mm-hmm. with his, by his grace yeah. to bring comfort and to show God's love mm. in this broken world. Mm-hmm. It was the, in the early church, they were known for their love. Mm-hmm. They were known that when the plagues came, everybody else ran out, but it was the Christians who stayed, True. and they loved the broken. Mm-hmm. They, loved, they, they loved those who were captives. Captives are people who have had things happen to them through no fault of their own. We live in this broken world. Maybe they were abused as children. Yeah. Maybe they lost, lost their finances, or they lost their, 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 their loved ones, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That, they didn't cause it, just, just how it is in this broken world. Prisoners are people who made, yes, they made bad decisions. Maybe they're addicts. Maybe they're incarcerated. Sure. Either way, mm-hmm. Jesus has come to rescue them. That's good. Jesus has come to, to, to show them his love and show them his grace and everything else. So we've, we've prayed about it. Uh, we start off with the poor. Lord, what, how do you want us to, to love on the poor? Literally, I'm not sure if it's the same day, but within 24 hours, I got a phone call from India. Yeah. And they said, would you come and preach in India? <laughs> we didn't know at the time. India's known as the land of the suffering. Yeah. Wow. They got 300 million people in India who live on $150 a day or less. Mm. Unbelievable suffering. Mm. So $50 or $150? No, $1.50 $1. a day. Oh, $1.50 a day. $1.50 a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, it's just, oh you gosh. can't believe that wow. there's suffering out there. And because of their, their, their religion, Hindu and Buddhism, you right. know, the whole reincarnation idea, wow. there's little or no compassion. Karma. Because, yeah, you're going through it because of what you did in the previous life. And right. you need to go through it to, to get to a better place mm-hmm. next time around. I mean, you know, so we, we, we can go in there and, and tell them that actually God, there's a God who absolutely loves mm-hmm. them so very much mm-hmm. and cares about every bit of pain mm-hmm. that they're going through. It's good news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're getting saved in their yeah. hundreds of millions. Yes. In, and and this yeah. is the, these are the untouchables. The untouchables are the lowest sector. So we go, 2016, we gave out 35,000 mosquito nets. And we're now working with a wonderful, wonderful ministry out there, uh, India Christian Ministries, who, who've got missionaries going all over the villages, spreading, mm. the, spreading the gospel. We work with them. We're bringing yeah. clean water to the villages. We are targeting over 100 villages. We've already done 22. Clean water, mosquito net for every home, 
um, uh, medical aid and food, and our target is is a hundred. So th- this is practically showing what God's love looks like. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and they're getting they're getting saved. Sure, of course they are. They've, this is wonderful. It's great yes. news. It's wonderful yes. news. Yeah, the brokenhearted. It speaks for itself. You know, these are people. Often it's people who've lost a child. I'll give you a story of a girl, of a lady called Ruth. Um, we we're online. We have seven hundred thousand. Facebook followers, Awakening to God Ministries is our ministry. We've done a whole lot of, vi- of wow. videos on suffering and how God wants to, to uh, find us in our suffering, help us in our suffering. Ruth, her daughter, fell off a cliff in, in San Diego, just outside San Diego, absolutely shattered. She was very close, a 20-year-old daughter. Um, she was looking online, for, looking for help yeah. to comfort her broken mother's heart. And she finally she came across us on our ministry, and she just wow. she she contacted us and said, "Hey, I want you to know that your your videos have really helped me uh, in my pain." And she went downstairs. Uh-huh. She was in the UK, going to see her sister in the UK. Showed her sister our website, and the and the and the lady said, "She said, hang on, I know those two. They were pastors of my church in London." Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh my God! <laughs> Isn't God great? Yeah. What is your website? Maybe it's so, so it's, it's yeah. awakeningtogod.org. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awakeningtogod.org, yeah. and you find us on Facebook as well. Um, we're all over social media, I- Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I do, actually, I do a video live very often, um, most days when I'm home. Um, it, on, on our Facebook page, um, so we 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 help people who are who are broken, who are, are lost like that, loved ones. Uh, we've just launched a thing last year called uh, Prevent Suicide, uh-huh. and that's obviously from memory of Alex. Oh sure. And what we're doing there is we're raising up. Well, actually, across many of these areas, what we call warriors. Warriors are people who, by God's grace are courageous enough to say, do you know what, I'm broken, like Jeannie and I, mm-hmm. we're broken, but we want God to turn this around for good. We want him to use it for his glory. That's what, that's what Joseph, remember what Joseph said, he saw God in his pain. Mm-hmm. Genesis 50, 20, uh, said to his brothers, you intended this for evil. And no, no, God was working somewhere greater here. Yeah. He intended it for good, for the rescuing of many lives. So- and that's what God wants to do. If you're suffering today, you're a believer of Jesus Christ, you're saying, why is this? The highest purpose and cause of our suffering is a revelation of Jesus Christ through our lives. Mm-hmm. And many people look at us and they say, well, how do you get through? And we point to Jesus Christ and we say, only by his grace. Mm-hmm. Only by his grace. And so it's a revelation of Jesus as we go through things. Many things that God can work, work through, our, through our brokenness. In fact, you won't find anybody in the Bible who God used, mm-hmm. who didn't suffer. Mm. So look at the, the center of our faith yeah. is the cross, where Jesus, yeah. and that, arguably it's the greatest suffering that ever happened on this face of this planet, is where Jesus, a spotless, sinless, beautiful son of God, is yeah. tortured to death in front of his mother mm. and his heavenly father and, and the angels and, and his friends. Can you get anything more grotesque? But look what came out of it. Sure. Look at the glory. Yeah. And Good. that's what God wants to do. We, we see very clearly, here's what God wants to do with our suffering. And if you're suffering, here's what God wants to do with your suffering. He wants to redeem us. And maybe you're still, like Jeannie, you've lost your faith. He wants to redeem you, bring you back to himself. He wants to restore you, restore your soul. And then the first phase, he wants to lead you in triumph. Well. Second Corinthians two fourteen yeah. is that he continually leads us in triumph, and through us, what does he do? Diffuses the aroma yeah. of Jesus in every place. That's great. See, through our brokenness, 
We've got Christ in us, haven't we? Christ in us, yeah. the hope of glory. Mm-hmm. Through our brokenness, mm-hmm. what comes out is Jesus. Yeah. It's His grace. Yeah. Second Corinthians 4, verse 15, Paul said, All this has happened, all this is His pain. All this has happened that the grace of God may reach more and more people that would overflow into thanksgiving. Yeah. Isn't that great? That's powerful. So, any other day, yeah. okay, Lord. We don't like this, but by your use it for your glory. Mm-hmm. Let your grace flow mm-hmm. and touch many, many people, mm-hmm. and uh, for your glory. Yeah. That your name is lifted up. Right. That your name is lifted Amen. up. So that's right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go on. With that, maybe Wanda or David, you have a question right. or a comment. A this is incredible. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Do what, and then Wanda. How about yeah. now? Okay. So, um, you know, w- one of the things is, uh, you know. I, to, to come through what you did, um, you know, a, a couple shows ago we were talking about the Holy Spirit and the fact that, you know, Jesus said the Holy Spirit will comfort us when we're hurting. I will not leave you orphans. That's in John 14, 18. Mm-hmm. And, you know, watching you tell your story and the fact that you're smiling, you can see the light coming out of you. And we've talked about the fact that we've become vessels after Jesus was on the cross. Yeah. And that's something really hard to comprehend. Yes. Could you talk a little bit about that? I mean, in the, you, you talked about it. You know, you stopped swearing. You started doing this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, when I came to the Lord, mm. um, it, it was one of those things where when you're broken, then you start to realize how mm. sinful you really are. Mm. And when you start to give in to the Holy Spirit, yeah. great things happen. Yeah. And, and the comfort that you felt, can you just talk about... Yeah. How, how you know you're being led by the Holy Spirit. And, you know, uh, I mean, can you just talk a little bit about that? Well, it, it, talks, it talks about the fellowship of the Holy Spirit in Second yeah. Corinthians 13, 14, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love mm-hmm. of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh, but, but Paul says in, in Philippians 2, if there's any, any encouragement from the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, yeah. that word is the Greek word kononia. Mm. It mm. means a close, intimate relationship. Mm-hmm. So we, the Holy Spirit is a person. Yeah, yes, You see that for yeah. through personal pronouns, mm-hmm. him, his, yes. he, we see right. that through scripture. It's a person. Mm-hmm. So when Jesus said to his disciples, they've been walking with him, this incredible person, and he said, it's better that I go, because when I go, the Holy Spirit's going to come. They're thinking, you've got to be joking. Yeah. We know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've been no. Yeah. The, the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit is actually inside of us. Mm-hmm. Yes. God, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit yes. is inside of us. The fellowship is an intimate right. walk with God. Yeah. So, yeah, in those moments, the fellow, Paul talks about, I want to know the fellowship of his suffering. So when I was broken, I did, the closeness of God in those moments yeah. was unbelievable. Um, the intimacy. You know, when God draws near, things happen. One of the things is that we weep. It's like the presence of God is so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I often cry because yeah. it's just God, God draws near. You know, yeah. you know, you can't put it into any any um, yeah. formula. Yeah. It's just God drawing yeah. near. It's just yeah. very, very sweet, yeah. very beautiful. And and love is the greatest motivator. Mm-hmm. Love is the great. So in Second Corinthians four, five, mm-hmm. fourteen, and fifteen, it's the love of Christ that compels us. Well. Yeah. We're, conv- we're convinced that he died for all those who, 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 those who live. No one lived for themselves, but him who died for them and rose again. Yeah. So if in your life you're struggling to give your, to, to, to yield everything to, your, mm-hmm. to Jesus, you're, so you're holding things back, fall in love with him more. <laughs> and that comes by the Holy Spirit, because when you're in, head over heels in love with him, all you want to do is to please him. Yeah. So it's the Holy Spirit that empowers. We went, went through this mm-hmm. in the men's creation. Mm-hmm. 
We, we see that in Acts 1 verse 8. Yeah. He will empower you to do what? To be his witness. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's people listening today you, and, and God's calling you to be a witness in your brokenness like he is for Jeannie and me. Mm -hmm. In your pain, he's asking you to be faithful. Rebecca loved the quote from Mother Teresa. She said, I don't pray for, faith, for, for success, I pray for faithfulness. Mm. We want to glorify God in our lives, don't we? Yes. So John, John 17, 4 said, Jesus said, I, I've glorified you by finishing the work you gave me the two. Mm -hmm. That's why we never compare ourselves with other people, mm -hmm. because every work is unique. Mm. Ephesians 2, 10. Yeah. He's designed a work for every one of us that only we can do. Mm -hmm. And all he says is, would you be faithful to be doing that work that I've designed for you to do. In that place, you'll come alive. Yeah. In that place, other people will be greatly blessed. Right. Yeah. So I want to say, find the sweet spot. What, yeah. what is it God's called you to do? Yeah. First of all is to love. I mean, you don't, you don't need, mm -hmm. So you, you love if you're married, you love your spouse, you love your children, you love those around you, your family, mm -hmm. you love your work colleagues, your neighbours. Love is the, the number one thing. Yeah. But then maybe he'll call you, like for you, John, over in Thailand, mm -hmm. for us in India, mm -hmm. around the world, whatever. Call us from London to New York. Okay, because I'm surrendered. Yes. Yeah. All I want to do is to do your will. Yeah. Yeah. All my possessions are yours. Yeah. Not just 90% not, not after mm -hmm. I've tithed. No, it's all his. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's his. Very good. Our children are his. Everything's his. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the incredible testimony and life story and encouragement to all of us and our listeners. Gerard, I had a question at a practical level. Who helped you what advice can you give when there's somebody in our life going through a, a valley experience, a really yeah. hurtful, yes. real thing? Yes. Who helped you or ministered to you? What advice can you give and what was not helpful? Yeah, you yeah. mentioned a little yes. bit that. I yes. appreciate that. Yes. So we had some dear, dear friends who came alongside us. In fact, uh, we, we on Sunday, we just used to go to their house and, and we used to do church, just four of us, uh -huh. in their home, o o over a coffee. And uh, initially, Jeannie reluctantly she came she didn't join in she in fact she was very cold and bitter but she came along mm -hmm. and bit by bit she's she softened so i had some dear i had another prayer partner was there and you know the best advice i think i would give is just to be present be present mm. be present and you said yeah. don't try to fix it yeah right yeah, yeah the, na the natural reaction when we hear of someone who's who's really suffering maybe they lost a loved one and else i think often actually it's coming from it can be a selfish heart you know i don't like how you are i want you to change so that i feel better mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> And that's not that's not loving. The mm -hmm. loving thing is to is to just be with mm -hmm. them. Absolutely. And I, I always say, don't please don't try and fix them. Yeah. Uh, don't. And often people try and quote scriptures and they're like, yeah, it's dangerous, especially in the early days. Yes. Just you know, just a, just a, you know, an arm. Yeah. Jeannie, Jeannie was deeply touched one day. She went to she she used to creep out to go get a coffee, put a hoodie up. She didn't want to. She was like, imagine a, a terrible burn. Unbelievable! You just can't stand anything on that burn. Oh, it's, yeah. too, it's too, so raw, too, yeah. it's too raw, too painful. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. So she would creep out. Didn't want to meet anybody. She in fact she pushed everybody away, um, aggressively actually. Uh -huh. But she got into this into this uh, Starbucks, and one of our dear this dear friend who we used to meet on a Sunday morning, he spotted her. This is before we were meeting. Mm -hmm. He looked and saw it was Jeannie, and said, "Jeannie, is that you?" <laughs> and she had to admit, "Yeah, yeah it was yeah. me." Mm -hmm. And. Uh, and he, he said, can I, can, I, can I just give you a hug? Mm. Yeah. And, and she let him, which is, which is great. But, but God yeah. was in the hug. Absolutely. 
God was in the heart. That's it. You know, uh, one one of the things about discipleship that has really helped me with John, because John Mm -hmm. uh, was my mentor when I first came to Lord a few years ago, and uh, he, Mm -hmm. I asked him, "What is your formula?" And he said, "Dave." When people are down, you can be down. Walk yeah, alongside yeah, yeah. them. When they're up, you're up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you don't have yeah. to, as you said, yeah, preach into them. Nah. You know, uh, what, what, one I, I wrote down a couple things, and really what struck me is the bitterness that people feel yeah. when things happen. Yeah. And the most beautiful thing you said yeah. that really struck me mm-hmm. is, you know, I, I always wondered, what is God feeling? And then you said, Jeannie, your grief is not your own. And that's mm-hmm. what she heard. Mm-hmm. And you talk about taking, to think mm-hmm. that God is grieving at the level that you are, yeah, yeah. changes yeah. The, the whole, it's a regime yeah. shift. Yeah, yeah. And then you talked yeah. about liquid love, but mm-hmm. that feeling mm-hmm. to know that God is mm-hmm. really grieving with us yes. as much as we are, that, yeah. that removes the bitterness, yeah. doesn't yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Isn't well, it? Hopefully, yeah. hopefully yeah. you'll see that, that he yeah. feels it. You know, uh, yeah. people will often ask mm-hmm. about the pain issue or yeah. evil, why does God allow it? Right. And a good friend of mine, a missionary, said something very interesting once. Mm-hmm. He said, God has done something about it. Mm-hmm. God is doing something yeah, about yeah. it. And God will ultimately do something yeah, yeah, yeah. about it. Yeah. He is. He did something about it on the cross. Yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. And sending the Holy Spirit. He is yeah. doing something about it now. That's right. why we have Gerard yeah. sharing his yeah, life yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. And it, yeah. But he will ultimately yeah, yeah. do something that tells us in yeah. Revelation, no more tear, right. yes, no more sorrow, it. no yes. more pain. Yeah. So yeah. what... People yeah. say that there, yeah, there yeah. is a it's it's a very difficult question. Oh yes, yeah. uh, but yeah. there is that's right. If you want to look at it, there that's is it. a real that's it. And, and he's allowed us to be part of that yes. present healing solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. There are certain areas that 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 deep level of pain that you experience. Mm. It's only through that level of pain that you can experience mm. his love. Yes, and his comfort. Mm. And even as we were coming up on Mother's Day, I uh, there was a dear, dear friend of mine who lost her mother just mm. last week. Wow. They funeralized her just last week. Mm. And we know mm. that she's in heaven. Yeah. But yes. it still doesn't stop the stinging no. of the pain. No. Yeah. And my, I lost my mom um, in 2001. Mm. So that's got to be, be 18 years. Mm. But you never no. forget. No, no. You never forget. No. And there's when others go through it, I always say, you never really understand that That's pain right. unless you experience mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. That's and right. you know how to be, mm. how to flow in mm. the spirit of compassion. That's right. And minister. Yes, right. To, because you felt that pain. Even though yeah, the Lord yeah. with time healed, healed that, healed that, and mm. it's no longer a scalp or a wound, mm. but you never forget. No, no, no. Yeah. And, and I de- God doesn't want us to because yes. we become his hands and feet then yes. Yes. to have empathy. We, yes. You know, we say you can, comp- everyone can have compassion, but mm-hmm. empathy is only when you walk the wall. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why we're raising up these warriors now where people were saying, hey, would you come and we start with a two-minute video of what, they're, what they've gone through. Mm-hmm. And then what we're planning to do going forward is to link up with people mm-hmm. online we know that they, we know we can identify that they're searching because they're in depression or they're suicidal, and we will proactively send them a message mm-hmm. to say there's someone here who would love to speak mm-hmm. with you because mm-hmm. they've been down the road mm-hmm. that you're going down now. Give out that contact information one, yeah. one more time. Slowly. Slowly. Okay. So you, you can go onto our website at www.awakeningtogod.org and go onto the contact and send us a message. We'll go back to you. Um, I just mentioned a couple of things we've got. We've got an amazing resource. Jeannie 
uh, looked at uh, Rebecca's journals after she'd gone home. She had a very, very close walk with Jesus and she was on fire for him. Despite all her pain and all the struggles, Jean's written this, this devotional called Running from the Heart. You can see that online. It's a, the intention of that book is to encourage every person to live bold, courageous lives for Jesus. Mm. Whatever they're going through. Mm -hmm. so that. We've, done, we've got a course, an online e-course called Triumph of Marriage because Satan tried to destroy our marriage. Basically, every area mm -hmm. that Satan tried uh, try to destroy us, we know that God wants to turn wow. it around for triumph. Yeah. Every area. To turn it around for victory. Uh, in fact, one of the words the Lord gave me after Alex went home was, was in Romans 16, 20. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. So, triumphofmarriage.com. And actually, while we're, in, while, while we're here in, in uh, the, the northeast here, there's a there's a discount, fifty percent discount because we do we do raise money on these for the help of the poor. Uh -huh. Everything we do, we're a non five hundred one c three non profit organisation, but hey, we want to turn it around to help sure. the poor. Mm -hmm. So Grace, when you when it when it comes to sign up, um, put in the coupon code Grace fifty, and you'll get fifty percent off uh, okay. on that. Mm -hmm. And that's a that's a twenty twenty uh, course, uh, session course on on the biblical basis of a Christian marriage. Particularly when Jesus said, if you build my, your life on, on these words that I've told you, your life will be on a rock. And we can say firsthand that by standing on the, on the promises of God, right. our life, we're more in love now than ever. Yeah. 38 yeah. years of marriage. We want to pass on all, the, all of what God showed us through that Amen. in that resource. Well, wow. we're, it's coming to a close, Gerard, and um, thank you very much for hey, coming up to, you, here, to so our uh, to neck you. of the woods here. And... Uh, sharing yeah. this past week mm -hmm. yeah. and god willing our paths will cross again you gave out a lot of good contact mm -hmm. information and you're well known up yeah. here now so when you come back again give us a heads up Absolutely. and we can get the rate and be sure to give our greetings to yeah. Jeannie. thank you and uh if we're in the same neighborhood in southeast asia <laughs> yes. maybe yeah. we'll yeah. that'd be cool yeah um, you had a movie coming out right yes yeah. yes we have yeah. actually to that i just mentioned we're at grace church middleburg heights tonight mm -hmm. we're doing a, a marriage talk there tonight you can go there uh, arrive for about 7.15. I think we're going to start about 7.30. And then the, the, the movie, God led us, I mean, this people say, oh, great. He led us down to Malibu, but it was for a purpose. <laughs> not surfing. Yeah, yeah, not surfing. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Do you surf? Uh, I don't, actually. But, <laughs> okay. but, but no, it's, it's very healing. But the other thing yeah. is, is that he introduces to a whole lot of Christian movie makers down there. And uh, so we're, we're this, this year, literally, the door started to open. And we're in the point of doing a movie. It's going to be a romantic drama. But it's going to be the redemption story. Do you have a title? Not yet, okay. no. Okay. Not yet. No, we're just working. We've got, we got working up. titles. On your website. Yeah, we will. When, once, yeah. We, once we got to that mm -hmm. stage. Gerard, uh, once again, thank you for coming. I was wondering if you could close in a word of prayer. Yes. Mm -hmm. And pray for those listening this morning, particularly those that might be going through a difficult time. Uh, a valley experience, a time of pain, rejection, mm. something, yeah. you know, and, and yeah, you just pray for yeah. that, yeah. if yeah. you would, please. Yeah. Yeah. Father God, we, we do thank you for your eternal plan and purpose. Lord, we first, first we want to say again, thank you for Jesus, thank you, Lord, that you went through so, so much pain as Jesus came to show us your love, but also to rescue us and to bring us to yourself for eternity. We're so grateful for that. Thank you, Father, for the Holy Spirit who comes to dwell within us, to be our comforter, our guide, to give us strength, all that we need in, in time of need. And Lord, I want to particularly pray for those who are listening, who understand something of what I've been sharing this morning, the pain 
the suffering uh, that uh, Jean and I have been going through. Maybe they've lost a loved one. Maybe relationships uh, have not worked out as they hoped. Maybe their, their finances have, have gone bad or their health has gone bad. Or, or maybe it's the scars of abuse as a, as a young child. Lord, all these things that, that can happen in our lives. We live in this very, very broken world. Lord, I want to pray that you, right now, that they would feel and sense your closeness. Lord, your tender mercies, your loving kindness to them. Lord, comfort, comfort their broken hearts, I pray. And Lord, I also pray that, that, that we as your church, your hands and feet here on earth, will be sensitive to those around us who maybe don't know you yet, but Lord, they're hurting too. Lord, we live in such a broken world. Lord, depression, suicide all around us, Lord. Lord, help us, inspire us, awaken us, Lord, to what you want us to do. Lord, to show your love here in this broken world. Father, we ask this in Jesus' name. And as always, it's, it's for his glory. Yes, we want to magnify his name. Amen. 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 Thank you again, Thanks, Gerard. Thank, Thank you, Wanda. You. Thank you, Wanda yeah. and Thanks, David, Wanda. for coming today. Thanks, and God bless you on your yeah. journeys. Yeah. yeah. God Thank bless you. you. Have a great weekend. Yeah. Thank you so much.